So what about Machine Gun Kelly going into the bottom five in place of um, uh, Tony Locke? No objections. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Case dismissed. Yeah. Howdy, and welcome to another episode of Geek Sweat. Today, I'm talking with King Dom and MKH about rappers who can and can't double up as actors in their illustrious careers. We'll talk about the top 10 and bottom five acting performances, and we'll be including in these charts, why? As always, you're in for some hot takes and some animated debates. Enjoy the episode. We are in the house to give you a hot topic. Joining me today is MKH. Uh, Hello there. And King Dom. Hello. Now, usually with our hot topics, we go for the best and brightest trending news. And today we have decided to get into a topic which is less spoken of in the film and television industry. We are talking about rappers, the light, cameras, action. Who are the best and the worst of the rappers turned actors as of 2021. So, Kingdom, MKH, do you remember the last film that you watched or TV series which had a rapper or actor in it? A rapper or an actor? Yeah, sorry, a rapper turned... <laughs> it's funny, I saw a film which had actors in it just the other yeah. day. Do you, know what, do you know what the funny thing is about rappers or me saying that is like, Sometimes I get the feeling rappers turned actors are actually pushing the button of the choice of am I going to perform as a rapper and do a bad performance or as an actor and do a good performance. But yeah, the rapper, the last rapper turned actor performance that you saw. Um, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to take a punt and say the last actor slash rapper performance I saw was probably Nicki Minaj in her little remembered role as Steffi the Mammoth in Ice Age. I think it was Ice Age 2. Okay. I know that's a random one to start us out, but I'm just putting that out there. Nicki Minaj played a anthropomorphic girl mammoth in one of the Ice Age cartoons. What do you think of the performance? The performance? Um, She did okay. I mean, I actually think that Nicki Minaj is made for cartoons with her versatility. I mean, she actually loves doing vocal impressions. Yeah more than most rappers, I'd say. So I'm actually surprised she hasn't been in more. And it's a good joke that she plays a mammoth because she's got a really nasal voice, or she can have. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she did fine. It's a small role. She did fine. She didn't let anyone down. I'd actually like to see her in more. Uh, originally, I thought Dom was going to say she has a face for cartoons. He didn't <laughs> find her attractive, but <laughs> he, took, he took a left turn. I didn't go there. <laughs> yeah, he took a left turn that I didn't realise. No. Um... So I'm going to go a bit left field. Anyone that's listened to this podcast knows that I'm a massive Marvel fan. So I've been re-watching a lot of Marvel. Yeah. And... It's like Marvel MKH. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I re-watched the whole uh, first four phases of the MCU. <laughs> and last night I watched um, Infinity Wars, which for the first five minutes features Idris Elba, who is a rapper, and if you need any more proof, it's on Wikipedia. There you go. <laughs> he's he's a rapper. So yeah, that was the last rapper I slash. But yeah, he he's more of an actor now. But yeah, he he was. He's boasting he a, as well, isn't he? Yeah, and he was a jungle uh, DJ. But yeah, he, he it's it's official now. If Wikipedia says it, he's a rapper. He is a rapper. So mm. yeah, I, that's the last rapper I saw um, slash actor. In a performance, he died. He died very nice. Like, if if you want me to, like, critique his performance, he he died as well as any other actor could die yeah. on screen. Like, a lot of emotions in his eyes. What even better than Sean Bean? He's like the king of dying on screen. Yes, because I think Sean Bean has more of a catalogue, whereas um, if you just hone in on that one performance from Idris Elba, I think it was a quite pretty good death. Like yeah. I've never watched anyone die in real life. And like you said, Sean Bean has- <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I've got my, my hands around their throat and see the light d- drain out. But no, yeah. yeah, Sean Bean obviously has an encyclopedia list of dying scenes, but yeah, I thought it was a great scene from Idris. Okay, I mean, I'll chip in. Um, I was gonna say Project Power, when because I saw it, obviously when we reviewed it last year, but I just, because I think there was a 
uh, there was a female rapper in there, but I think she was like uh, just had a cameo appearance. But I realise now that I think I watched Spider Man Homecoming during Christmas, and um, Donald Glover was in there. I, I really appreciate how talented he is in terms of crossing over from rapping to acting. And even though he physically looks like the character Earn from Atlanta, his TV series, he does give a different nuance to the kind of street hoodlum that he plays in um, Homecoming. So I get the feeling that it wasn't a massive stretch for Donald Glover. But I do wish that he'd been given the opportunity to perhaps play Miles Morales in a, perhaps a live action version of uh, MCU. But I'm not sure if that's going to happen now because of the animated uh, Into the Spider-Verse uh, film. Um, we are going to pick a rapper who turned an actor. It would be ideal to define that rapper, somebody released an album before they did their first feature film. It's funny that you mentioned Donald Glover because we're going to have to disqualify him off the bat. Because he actually he actually starred, wrote, composed, and executive produced a film called The Mystery Team in 2009. And his first album didn't drop until 2011. So he's, he's off. So we're not counting his mixtapes? Uh, are we? Because anyone could do a mixtape. We're talking about a, a, <laughs> a album with original beats. So are you saying... That- Donald Glover's double barrel shotgunned himself in the foot. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Let's take him off the table now. That's a real shame, Matt. Yeah, because I know you Somewhere like him. Donald Glover is out there going, oh, shit. <laughs> I should have waited to exact produce that. If only I had it self-published, yeah. But here's some names I want to throw into the mix then, excluding Childish Gambino. Uh, we've got Will Smith, um, otherwise known as Big Willie or the Fresh Prince. Um, I'm going to put in some rappers' names. We'll give them the real names soon. Uh, Ice Cube. Queen Latifah, uh, Marky Mark, whose uh, government name is Mark Wahlberg, Ice-T, LL Cool J, Method Man, Ludacris, Common, and uh, RZA, and Tupac. And I will try and find some more female rappers, but we're looking for female rappers turned actor as opposed to R&B singers. Ludacris should be disqualified on the basis he was involved in Baby by Justin Bieber. I know that's not <laughs> technical grounds for disqualification, but it's moral grounds for yeah. disqualification. And I know he was in Crash, but that doesn't balance it out. Actually, there, there was another thing I wanted to say about the ruling as well. Um, I, I don't want to get into the contentious uh, legal areas of what they did or didn't do in the criminal justice system, who they did and didn't go out with, and how good or bad their records were. So... Um, even though we've got some tenuous arguments about the quality of some rappers, uh, i.e. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, um, we will try and judge them on their acting ability. And I was thinking about throwing like a bad boys pen of uh, the naughty, naughty classroom of like the five worst rappers turned actors to think about. And I, unless you want to uh, chip in with some alternative names. So, I mean, if... We're definitely discounting people playing themselves. Yes. We are chucking out Diddy playing himself in I'm Still Here, which was the spoof documentary with Joaquin Phoenix where he tries to become an a rapper. And there's a very, very funny scene, probably the funniest scene in the film, where he plays his absolutely appalling rapping to an increasingly horrified Diddy and his face is an absolute picture. And the quality of this music gets worse and worse. It's so well judged. I mean, they must have spent ages like making beats and rhymes that were so bad. And the whole thing is just done really, really well. I don't know how many takes they did, but it's a very, very funny scene, which we will now have to discount. Yeah, I mean, I get the feeling they were really into it. So it was probably all done in one take. You know? I'm not sure. Sometimes I get the feeling in that documentary... Uh, I'm not sure if P. Diddy was in on it as much as he was acting. I think he was. I mean, he said he was. Yeah. I think he was probably just saying that to save his reputation. I've seen him do like his what the fuck expression as well, like on chat shows and things. And he's just very good at like upstaging people. There's a bit, he was on the Graham Norton show with, um, oh, who's that comedian? Sarah Millican. And Sarah Millican was in full flow with some anecdote and he was just like doing double takes and just taking the attention off her without even speaking. Well, let, let me just do a quick uh, drop down list of who's in the credits. We've got worst rappers, top five, 
or bottom five, as it were. We've got Nelly, who's been in the longest yard and uh, crime scene investigation New York. We also have Sean Coombs, uh, Puff Daddy, who's been in CSI, CSI Miami. Um, Soldier Boy has been in two films, which is Officer Down and School Girls, spelled G-Y-R-L-S, that's girls. And um, even Tony Locke had a speaking part in FaceTime. He was in Ace Ventura, wasn't he? Ace, we, yeah, with Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. So I think that brings it up to was it one, two, three. And if I get the fourth one right, we have Big Boy from Outcast, who's been in Baby Driver. And we also have Buster Rhymes, who's been in Shaft. And um, who's the man? I, I can't believe you put uh, Mr. Locke in the bottom five. Okay, so what's the argument to get Tony Locke out of the pen of the bottom five? That he didn't actually do a bad performance. He he did what he was supposed to do in that film. I think he was um, the perfect foil to um, Ace Ventura's very very silly character in that film. Um, Playing and, a straight man. Yeah, and being his inside man within the police force, which is just so funny because obviously rappers. Um, iconically don't like the police in America but he's playing a police officer and ironically he is helping his friend on the other side of the law like get away with um, well I guess borderline crimes but um, how can we have Tone Lock in there while flipping Ice-T who plays the same character in um, what's it called SVU yeah yeah um, who, special victims unit. Yeah. yeah, special victims unit. Who is notoriously surprised? Like this is apparently a guy who's been in the this special victims unit for twenty years, and he is surprised every single time a new crime is brought to his attention. Like he wakes up from a from a coma every episode. You mean he likes little girls? Yeah. You mean <laughs> little girls with like this? this it, I if you haven't seen SVU just for the comic relief just watch it for five actually go on youtube and get the the um the highlight reel of ice tea and then you you quickly find out that this guy should be in the bottom five for rapper slash i don't know how he's made a career out of it okay, okay do, do you know what I'll, I'll say yeah i'm happy to bring tony Locke out of the bottom five because he has got a couple of interesting performances he's been in um the black western posse uh, which I think is a Marlon Van Peebles production. He was also in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective as Emilio, uh, Detective again. He was in a comedy, Spy Hard. He was also, funnily enough, in uh, he played a voice in a Titan AE as Tech. And uh, there, was a, there was a big film project that he did, did as well, which I'm trying to remember... Also, before you finish that, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly's catalogue is much more worse than Tone Lock. Like, how can... Nah, come on. That's it. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. He played Richard Terrena in Heat as well. We, we're really going to say this guy should be in the bottom five with his catalogue, where he's done great in all of the roles that I've seen. Okay, we'll pull, we'll pull Tony Lock out of the bottom five, but I'm going to explain why I think Ice-T shouldn't be in the bottom five. I think he did an exceptional performance in a long, long old film called New Jack City, uh, where he's also mm. playing a police detective. And he gets to say this very crucial line at the end of the film, which is, I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hard. And I think anyone who can deliver a line like that with menace. With a straight face. <laughs> yeah, to, um, I think it was Wesley Snipes, no less, um, deserves to stay out of the top, bottom five at least. And he's also, and it, I always find it kind of, I, I know we shouldn't talk too much about the, the music, but it's ironic how many cop roles he's played after making the rock stroke rap anthem cop killer. And um, I, I think, I, I think it might be, his TV role is not that great compared to um, his, his early beginnings. And he was also in Mean Guns as well against Christopher Lambert. But we can't stay, and this is just from my point of view, we can't have one 
great iconic line that he said with a straight straight face and straight intentions against 200 episodes of CSI <laughs> <laughs> SVU. Like, I, like we got to tip, we got to tip the scales somewhere. Uh, well, the things I, I think the reason why I don't want to throw IST under the bus is he had this spell, and I, I can reel them out: New Jack City, Ricochet, and Trespass. Where I think they were three, and this was between 1991 and 1992, where they were like three credible films, almost back to back, for a rapper turned actor. Which kind of, I think he legit. Ice T is one of the the players that legitimised rappers going into acting. I don't want to get too stuck on Ice T. What do you think, Dom? Shall we put him in or? <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like TJ is winning me over with this well-constructed argument. You know, the dick hard line, the hat trick of important roles in 91, 92. I, I think he sold me. Okay. 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 So what about Machine Gun Kelly going into the bottom five in place of um, uh, Tony Locke? No objections. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Case dismissed. Yeah. Okay. So um, what, so, what about a top 10 of rappers turned actors? Are you guys surprised that we haven't got more female rappers turned actors to choose from? Um, yeah, I guess if we're looking for more female rappers, which we should be, um, yeah. what about Aquafina? Ah, uh, yeah, a very new candidate. She's got a series called um, Aquafina is Nora from the Bronx. Nora from Queens. From Queens, sorry. Aquafina is not from Queens. Apologies, Aquafina. Don't put me in one of your this rap battles. So what do we I, think? I would of, love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I could be so lucky. So what do we think about Aquafina? Because I think she's done um, some voice work in uh, Mona as well. I think the um, animation with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, yeah, I, I, I just to address uh, Dom's point about well, actually, I think you both mentioned about there not being enough female rappers turned actors. It's because there's just not enough female rappers in general, anyway. Like you're 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 getting you're trying to pull from such a a small pool in the first place. And I think these females are like they want to focus on on breaking one male dominated world before they jump ship to. Um, another male-dominated world. So I feel, um, I have no objections to Aquafina, but um, Queen Latifah, I don't know why I was going to call her Queen Latifah for a second, but yeah, Queen Latifah, who's been doing films for a very long time, um, definitely in my top 10. I don't know if I'll put Aquafina in my top 10 because I don't think I've seen enough from her. I think there are... uh, at least 15 better rappers turn actors in my view and i'm not like i'm not trying to be a misogynist or anything sorry aquafina yeah. get your work up really um, so you're not going to just push yeah. her in on the um positive discrimination it's tokenism, isn't it if we just push her in just because we haven't got enough females in it isn't that just worse the sexism just blatant sexism do you know what I, I don't i don't think it's sexism i think it might be recent what you call recency bias because um, I'm just going to reel off a couple of films that are notable. And we're talking about the ones that people have had the possibility to see. I know there's a pandemic and there's people got like productions um, in the pipeline. So she's been Aquafina's Nora from Queens. So apologies for getting that wrong. She played Ming, surprisingly enough, in Jumanji, The Next Level, the sequel. Um, she was also in the movie version of Between Two Ferns. But she's playing herself, so she might have to discount that one. Tuka and Bertie, she's got a voice role in that. Um, she's got a lot of voice roles. She was in The Farewell. But I think her biggest role to date was probably Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, so she plays Peek Ling Go, which I think is the sister of the main uh, romantic love interest. And she played Constance in Ocean's 8, which was the female version of Ocean's 11. Damn, you know what I just realised? Well, I thought Aquafina was a little black girl, but she's she's Chinese, isn't she? <laughs> was it the crazy rich Asians that tipped you off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What oh, is that? I thought we were talking about a black girl. Yeah, I'm not sure if she would be su- surprised, upset, or honoured by that misappropriation 
a race. Oh my gosh, let me just see something. She has been in a lot more than I realized. <laughs> and you know what? I actually liked her. I actually liked her in the Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, she's she's um a very uh kind of cute young looking lady, but she's got this kind of gravelly hoarse voice which I don't think I hear it in her rapping, but she does it in her. Like, she sounds voice. like an eight-year-old chain smoker, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Is it, doesn't I, she? It adds character. Isn't she like more like masculine presenting as well? Would you say that? I don't know. In the roles that I've seen, she's like been the tomboy a lot, a lot of the times. Yeah, the thing is, I, 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 I'd say in Jumanji: The Next Level, because of the kind of combative role that the, the character has. She is a bit tomboyish, but I get the feeling that she does play petite feminine roles, but kind of awkward, awkward feminine. But the gravelly voice kind of levels her out into this kind. I think people identify the masculine stuff through the way she speaks rather than how she acts. But I'm not sure. What do you think? I, I was I was doing it more from the roles that I saw her play in Ocean's 8. Okay. And also in um, Crazy Rich Asians. Do you think um, she held she held her own alongside Sandra Bullock? It, it's hard when you when you look at that film. You had Sandra Bullock, and you had um, oh yeah, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, and and Hathaway. It's like it's hard for anyone to get any screen time when you got those massive actors there already. Uh, not even Rihanna. Like Rihanna's like my favorite person on the planet. Not even she got enough shine in that that video. So Aquafina wasn't even going to look in, but she definitely had more of a central role in um, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, I, I didn't recognize her in um, in Jumanji because did she have a mustache in that? Did, did she no, no. She she turns up when they cross over and they start doing a mission. And then I think she interrupt her character Ming interrupts the mission. I think they've got to find somebody, and they get interrupted by Ming, who's on her own mission. But Ming is part of the Jumanji world. I she's think, and they end up doing a collaboration of the, the code of Jumanji, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not one of it. She's not. She's not like Danny Glover or and Danny human Vito, that's jumped into yeah jumped into the rock. It's yeah. like we're on a mission, and oh, this this person's getting in our way, but they end mm. up teaming up. Okay, can I just say, like, I, I don't mind her being added to the list now. I know who she actually is and her, her <laughs> ethnicity <laughs> and everything. I apologise. So. <laughs> so let's jump back in, into the top 10 list um, that we've got at the moment. Have we, um, have we put Aquafina in the top 10 or are we holding off? What do you think, Dom? I would make a case for her. I, yeah. I like her. I think she's charismatic. She's funny. I think she's going to have a very good acting career for a long time to come. Um, very good in a totally straight role in The Farewell. Plus, she did once write the line, Aquafina's a genius, her vagina's 50 times better than a penis. Amazing. <laughs> Which is amazing. So, good enough to replace Donald Glover? Well, Donald well, Glover... I thought we were discounting yeah, he's Donald off the Glover table. playing himself. Donald Glover's gone. Yeah, he, but his seat was vacant, so we have to replace... We need someone to sit at the table now. And yeah, slaughter in. Aquafina. Okay, so how do we feel about... Uh, Mark Wahlberg because I, I think he very he cemented his I feel like he cemented his credentials early on with Boogie Nights. I think Mark Wahlberg's a tester for the role that we're discounting the musical quality all that matters is he was a rapper initially yeah on that basis I was going to say Mark Wahlberg has been acting his whole life he acted being a rapper so I don't think he was a real rapper he was acting being a racist <laughs> so <laughs> he's just been <laughs> very convincing yeah, he's exactly. actor yeah, and now he's just—he's just—he's just an actor. I—I I, I don't think he ever found. I—I I don't think he believed in his mind he was ever going to be a serious rapper. Like his yeah. brother was doing stuff, and he thought, "Oh, let me just do this for the moment." As you as a springboard, so I think we should take him off the list. Really? Turn. Yeah, I don't think he should be in there. So you don't? I mean, box office wise, Ted One and Ted Two did big numbers, you know. And the last production he was in was Scoob. And Spencer Confidential, which is like doing like great rounds of rotation in Netflix, and you want to take him off. This is the technicality. I mean, if we're ejecting him for not being a real rapper, he's gone. But if we're talking about acting, he should be on the list, if only for The Departed. Come on, man. He released an album before he became a rapper. It wasn't great, but he did it. What we're discussing right now is rappers 
turn actors. I never felt he was a serious rapper in the first place. But he rapped and he, he published. Yeah, no, I get, yeah. I get what you're saying, but I just don't think he took the career of rapping that seriously. Do you know, do you know why I want to keep Mark Wahlberg in? It's because of Vanilla Ice. And the thing is, Vanilla Ice is no way like <laughs> Vanilla Ice is in Vanilla Ice is in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's not on the table. Yeah, Vanilla Ice is not even, a, he's yeah. not even in the so, building. So, so what it is, <laughs> if you peel the Mark Wahlberg band-aid off, you're opening the door for Vanilla Ice to jump in like the coronavirus. No, I'm not because I, I'm <laughs> looking at a list right now. I can find 20 other rappers before Vanilla Ice fills the Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Slot. Who got, has got the breeches or the microphone handle big enough to step into Mark Wahlberg's seat? Uh, You've got to look at the numbers, the performances. It's coming on your list already. Um, okay, the top 10 as it stands at the moment is Aquafina, Will Smith, Ice Cube, Mark Wahlberg, Aquafina, Ludacris, Common. I, I'm going to put Rizzo in there, Tupac and Queen Latifah. Mo's Def. Okay. Yes. Why yeah, is Mo's Def... Um, uh, uh, gonna push, uh, take uh, Mark Wahlberg's reservation. Let me just get up his list, and I'll and I'll say most death. One of his my favorite performances of his was actually in the film Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was a surprising yeah, comedy turn. And in terms of screen time, he is more or less the the main actor in that. Oh, hold on, he's not Arthur Dent. He's Ford Prefect. Yeah, he's Ford Prefect, but in terms of like, it's not just a yeah. walk-on cameo role. He's basically got 50% of the screen time, hasn't he? And here's why he's the perfect person to take the torch from Mark Wahlberg, because they were both in the Italian job in 2003. Okay, uh, Mo, that's Mo's the crossover was, point. The Matrix yeah, crossover point. was left ear, and obviously uh, Mark Wahlberg was the... Uh, the the starring the starring character, but let me just look what else. So I don't know if you're a fan of Dexter about the serial killer who worked for Miami PD. Yeah, I watched the first four Yeah, there was a series where um, Mo's death was the main, uh, I guess, protagonist. To, really? Yeah, to Dexter's okay. uh, anti-hero. Let me just mm. check what season it was, but he was fantastic in that. Whilst you're saying that, can I just interject that most death was also in the Cosby Mysteries as well? <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that he's probably going to be making a big deal out of being alongside... Don't hold that against him. ...a serial sexual assaulter, but yeah, that was um, one of his earlier roles. Um, so yeah, it's season six. So he was in a, he was in like three episodes, but his three episodes were very impactful. And his role as brother Sam was like just it, it was just fantastic to see. Like most Def has got the boy can act. Yeah. Um and most Def is now legally known as Yasin Bay as well. Yeah. So yeah, that that's my pitch for Mos Def for replacing because Mos Def is a serious rapper, a, a very lyrical rapper. Like on on many people's top ten rapper lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turned actor and and the reason I'm saying he should replace Mark Wahlberg because I don't think Mark Wahlberg took rapping seriously at all. Yeah, actually, another film that I liked him in as well, which should get an honourable mention, is Be Kind Rewind, which was the um, story about the video store which had the magnetic erasure of the tapes that had to be replaced in local community. So I thought that was a good comedy turn as well. Also, he's in the Boondocks as um, Gangstalicious, which yeah. is like, <laughs> anyone that's watched the Boondocks, that's like the funniest character throughout the whole Boondocks. So yeah, cool, cool. I, I, okay. I like him. So most death is cemented, solidly. And um, Dom, have you got anyone that you want to challenge or maintain in the top 10? Who, who do you want to vouch for? So the current top 10 as it stands, at the moment is Aquafina, Will Smith, Ice Cube, Most Death, Ludacris, Common, Rizza, Tupac, and Queen Latifah. Is that in order? There's no particular order. I, 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 I think we've got to save ourselves the hassle of doing a top 10 in order and just create a table that we can bet. I want to put LL Cool J in there because I realised I put Aquafina twice. So um. I want to say the list again. Aquafina is one, Will Smith two, Ice Cube three, most Def is number four, LL Cool J's five, uh, Ludacris is six, Common seven, Rizza eight, Tupac nine, and Queen Latifah ten. And that's not in a rank. In no order. Remind, remind me that I've got ten names. Okay, well, let's. Um, I mean, for me, I want to put in a word for Rizza because he's an interesting yeah. character. He's been in lots of things. Um, yeah. 
Right, he was in something called um, Coffee and Cigarettes, which is an experimental film made up of different sketches based around characters meeting in cafes and other places. And yeah. he's in an episode with um, his Wu-Tang bandmate Jizza and Bill Murray, randomly. Oh, that's a black and white movie, isn't it? Yeah. It's the black and white movie. Who, direct, who was the director in that? I think it's Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's Jim Jarmusch, yeah. Was that the first time that you saw him in film? I think I might have seen him in one other thing before that. Yeah. But he's also kind of a key figure for soundtracks as well. He was involved in the soundtrack for Kill Bill, I think. Yeah, yeah, he and, made that. Uh, he's also that. like a martial arts expert as well. And yeah. he's got well, kind of an encyclopedic knowledge of old martial arts films, which kind of gave Wu-Tang a lot of their identity. Yeah. Um, so he's an interesting character. I personally think my favourite, he's probably got one of the best debut performances of a rapper turned actor because he was in Ghost Dog, Where the Samurai, alongside Forrest Whitaker. Who was That's the one I was thinking of. And he was like a kind of a samurai, he was like a camouflage samurai, a kind of partway mentor. And um, he was also in another film that I really liked him in, which um, I'm trying to remember now, is um, American Gangster, who played Moses Jones. And um, funnily enough, the last... Considering he's, he's, he's come up through rap and he's played a lot of killers in his films, the last film he did was Minions, The Rise of Gru, as a boy. <laughs> Versatile. So, yeah. I mean, MKH, how do you feel about RZA being, being at the table? Uh, yeah, but who, who would he replace, more importantly? I don't mind him being at the table. No, RZA had a seat. He was already in the original. Oh, he's already got a seat? Yeah, yeah. So he's already in the top ten? Yeah, I I really liked him in um, Man of the Iron Fist because I'm a, I'm a martial arts um, yeah. nerd myself. So, um, and another one he did the soundtrack for as well. Yeah, precisely. Um, I think I'm not going to argue for him to not be in a list, but I wish there was more versatility from 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 him. Okay, um, I don't feel like he's got. Personally, I don't feel like he's got the acting range, but I think he's got a certain quality to his character that is about underground films in the underground, like subversive um, uh, subculture films. So I think he, he's not like, you won't see him in Bridesmaids, but you will probably see him in a Hitman thriller or a, a kind of a sci-fi um, revolutionary film. But I just... Like I could imagine him in something like Snowpiercer, but I couldn't imagine him in something like, um, yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. You know? um, uh, can I, um, since we're talking about range and 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 versatility and stuff like that, yeah. I would like to make a challenge. I would like to remove uh, Ludacris from the list. Um, You'd have you Ludacris of Fast and Furious fame. Volume does not make goodness, my friend. Christopher Brian Bridges, <laughs> aka Luda. His just last film was John Henry. <laughs> just because more people have seen you does not make you a better uh, rapper slash actor. And I would like to replace him. Now, yeah. hear me out. Uh, Andre 3000. Let me just give you some of the credits of I Andre can't breathe. 3000. <laughs> For Be Cool. He yeah. was in Be Cool. Probably the best comic, uh, comedic relief in Be Cool. He played a serious role in Four Brothers. Yeah, okay. Um, which I Alongside like Mark he... Wahlberg, who you just ousted as well. Yeah, precisely. But here's the difference. Andre 3000 is most rappers' number one rapper ever. Um, okay, okay. So, uh, Four Brothers, where he played a serious um, husband. Um, great role. He was in Revolver. Yeah, I, I, I remember that, yeah. I think even... Yeah, he so he's co- worked he with some reputable directors as well. He was yeah. in... Um, Semi Pro, another fantastic comedy, like, yeah, and he played Jimi Hendrix in Jimmy All Is By My Side. Okay, have you actually seen that? I've seen a still of it, but I've not seen the actual film. I've seen some clips, but yeah, apparently, he he did a fantastic, he really embodied the Mm. it got nominated as well. What did he get nominated for? But yeah, you received a nomination for it. But yeah, I actually, think, um, he's been in the TV series The Shield as well, which is interesting. Now there's Robert Huggins. 
And uh, so, and the Shield was like a really good series. So, um, I, I'll probably give you have to give you props for that. I was just surprised because Ludacris was in an Oscar-winning film. I think it was in Crash. Crash. But I would say, to be honest, that was an ensemble cast, and he did have an interesting role, but it wasn't pivotal to the film. So, we might have to give it. What do you reckon, Don? Um, well, I mean, I've already told you about my slight musical bias against Ludacris. Okay, okay. Um, but that aside, I did think Ian Crash, although he wasn't a pivotal role, it was yeah. quite a striking performance. Yeah. It was possibly one of the more memorable characters, and he definitely lent into it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with Ludacris. MK, um, it's got to be Ludacris who comes off the list. Um the only reason I highlighted Ludacris is because um, even though he lent into the role for Crash and with Crash, I think it was more about the ensemble cast and the script and the uh, direction. Not, not, not taking anything away from his role, but I think that's what captured people's minds most. Also, we had the controversy around when the Crash... Um, cast members went on Oprah and Ludacris wasn't invited because he was a rapper and obviously Oprah hates rappers. <laughs> so I think that boosted really yeah that yeah. boosted his uh notoriety with the role as well. But the reason I would take him off is because the whole Fast and Furious frame fame because he's played the same character over like six films. Like yeah I'm a black guy and I'm really smart. Oh not what you thought wasn't it? And he's like this and it could be a Come on, dude. Like, relax. We get. <laughs> I need to switch it up. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, switch it up. So, but I feel like Andre 3000 has been much more versatile and yeah. has shown much more range in his choice, like his his choices of roles and and films. It, well, even Ludacris can go, or Common can get out. But even Common, even Common's had like more versatile. Like I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We'll do. We'll kick. We'll kick out Ludacris. Sorry about that, Luda. I tried my best. Um, James. You did. Todd you you Smith. put up a spirited defence of Ludacris. Yeah, I gave him a chance. James Todd Smith. Now this is a guy um, who the ladies love because he's the cool Jay. Uh, I'm just imagining Common going like, "Thank Christ, that section's over." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the um, we. LL Cool J has a massive, massive personality. And if anyone is was ever in danger of playing themselves throughout their career, it was him. But I'm just going to mention some of the credits that he's been. He's played one episode as Jiggy Walker in the TV series Oz. He's been in In Too Deep, which was a uh, drama thriller uh, he, he played the villain actually called Dwayne Gittins, otherwise known as the God, and he was up against Omar Epps in that film. Um, he was also Mr. Jones in Charlie's Angels, and he was in Rollerball as Marcus Ridley, which is uh, loosely based on the computer game Speedball. He was in SWAT alongside as a um, Deacon Deke K, as part of a SWAT team that had to kind of bust out some criminal halfway across the city, alongside I think it's Samuel Jackson. He was in Edison. Um, as the character Deed, which I think that film had Justin Timberlake in. And he's been in things like 30 Rock, The Man and the Deal, but he's kind of more commonly known now as playing Sam Hanna in NCIS Los Angeles. And you didn't even get to mention Deep Blue Sea. Uh, yeah, another Samuel Jackson uh, collaboration. So, and the, the thing is, I just want to mention Edison again, because that's a lesser known film, low rated. 5.3 on IMDb, but it says synopsis upon discovering a den of corrupt policemen, fresh faced journalists make shaky allies in a jaded and a jaded reporter investigator uh, for a powerful district attorney. And he's starring in that film alongside Morgan Freeman and um, Kevin Spacey. So, what do we do with LL Cool J? Well, not put him near Kevin Spacey ever again, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Cosby show, and it's like, hey, let's forget about that. Yeah, uh, but I don't, I don't mind him being on the list. What I will say, I did like him in Thirty Rock, where he played ridiculous, um, a rapper who was <laughs> who was cool. friends with um, Tracy What's Jordan Tracy? in yeah in in that show series. But um, I, 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 
is he in da- is he another one in danger of playing the same character over and over again because he hasn't got much range? I don't know. He, I mean, the thing is, his physical build and bulk, because I think he was also in Any Given Sunday as well, alongside Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx, and his physical build and bulk means he had to kind of play an alpha male type character. He can't play it small, as it were. So I think he's kind of limited. But it, I, I, I don't think that's his fault or his choice. I, I've watched The Rock play a scientist who, who specialises in, in primates. So I think, I don't think <laughs> size has anything to do with it. He just needs to Was that to, a like, convincing performance, though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> size does does not make of the man. He, yeah. he just needs to get the right scripts. But um, okay. yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to argue for him to be off the list, but I just don't know whether his sheer volume of work possibly yeah. just justifies him being on the list like because he's done so much but i don't know whether the quality of his work is something else i feel okay yeah i mean i think we're talking about someone who was a rapper way back in the 80s and transitioned to being an actor in the 90s mm. so if we want someone to be a long-standing fixture on this list he would be that person yeah yeah, and it's a shame in all those years he was acting, he never went once went to an acting class or something like <laughs> maybe he could, maybe his muscles couldn't fit through the door. That's probably um, <laughs> yeah. I did think he gave one of the better performances in Deep Blue Sea. I mean, maybe not as good as the CGI sharks, but you know, yeah. <laughs> definitely one of the better humans. Okay, so I'm just gonna read off the list again to do an update. So, we've got Aquafina, Will Smith. Ice Cube, Most Def, LL Cool J, Andre 3000, Common, Rizzo, Tupac, and Queen Latifah. Um, I, I, I want to give Common the pass because he, I, I liked him in uh, John Wick, um, Chapter 2. I thought he played a really good role in that. Um, that's Noni Rashid Lin. Um, last film was um, a feature film called Ava. And, but he's also been in Wanted alongside Morgan Freeman and uh, James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie, the gunsmith. And I, I kind of like him because he's like a staunch activist as well. And he, apparently on his Wikipedia page, it says he's is a vegan turned pescatarian. So he's probably got a halo um, over his head now. But there's an interesting fact about Common, which is he's actually been nominated for a Razzie twice. Um, once for a film called Movie 43, which kind of wasn't his fault because the ensemble cast all got the Razzie. And another time for a film called New Year's Eve, which was just a segment uh, of the sketch that got nominated for the Razzie. So he has got um, a floor or two, but he has been in some really big projects. Yeah, I think the Razzies are pretty irrelevant now. You know, now yeah. we've got the internet and everyone takes the piss out of everyone all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's actually no need for the Razzies anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I agree with, with what Dom's saying. I. I did. I did enjoy um, Common in oh, what was it? It was another film. Yeah, Street Kings. It was another film starring oh, okay. um, Keanu Reeves and Hugh Laurie. A, yeah, yeah. He, he played a cop that went undercover and just went native, and he became an actual drug drug dealing killer, which was quite funny. But cool, um, cool. yeah, I yeah I I like Common. Common's cool. Um, also a very good rapper as well um so what, what what is this looking like now because i think we have to land the plane yeah soon. we've got to land the plane okay so the top 10 um i'm it's looking like aquafina and again no particular just to remind us of the top 10 aquafina i think will smith kind of speaks for himself uh the fresh prince big willy uh probably his worst film is wild wild west not just because of the quality After of the Earth. film <laughs> not just because of the quality of the film but probably because it's like, I see your World Wild West and I'll raise you after Earth. After Earth. <laughs> if only because his son's in it too. Yeah. But you know what? I think Wild Wild... Oh, no, After Earth is bad, but I reckon Wild Wild West is worse because he he rejected the Matrix script to do Wild Wild West. So there's a bigger leap. Wow. Yeah, so that's him versus against Lawrence Fishburne in probably the biggest sci-fi movie of the decade. And he said no because he thought there was a James Bond element to Wild Wild West. Wow. But, um, Do you think he would have done a Matrix rap like Wild Wild West? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have liked to have seen that. I, um, I will say 
Wild yeah. Wild West is actually more watchable than After Earth. I can't even sit through yeah. five minutes of After Earth. At least yeah. I can have a good laugh at Wild Wild West. Yeah, it's just well, I'm just saying like the leap of the, the gap of what he could have done to what he actually did is bigger because I think After Earth you kind of expected those films from Will Smith after a while, but um, yeah, Six Degrees of Separation I think is, is one of his best performances. But everyone knows him obviously as Men in Black and Fresh Prince, so I think he gets the buy. Um, who I, should we... I don't think his position on the list is in serious threat. Yeah. Um, who who do we want to cement down for our bottom five? Wait, wait. Did so... you do the whole top ten? Oh, okay. We'll do the top ten again just to review. So Aquafina, Will Smith, Ice Cube, Most Death, LL Cool J, Andre 3000, Common, RZA, Tupac, and Queen Latifah. That's a good list, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even mention Tupac or Ice Cube, really. Yeah. But well, actually... That's what you're saying, though, isn't it? I'll, I could say yeah. a couple of things about Tupac because I think one of his best films was um, Gridlocked, uh, where, he got, where he plays a character called Ezekiel Spoon Whitmore, who's kind of a reformed kind of heroin addict, and he's playing alongside Tim Roth. But his last film was gang related, and I think if you've not heard of Tupac Shakur as an actor, you should really check him out in Poetic Justice mm. and uh, his Juice. debut, Juice. Juices, what what do you want to say about him, MK? I think Juice is his best film because he's so young and he's so good in it. And he carried, even though Omar Epps is also starring in that film, I feel like Tupac carries that whole film uh, on his back. And obviously he went into poetic justice with um, Janet Jackson. And Janet Jackson actually said, if I'm going to kiss him, he needs to take an AIDS test first, which I thought was a mind blowing. Yeah. That's um, harsh. Mind-blowing that suggests fact. she might not know how AIDS was transmitted. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. And what she thought about his um, sexual life as well. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back um, to back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can imagine um, Tupac had his fair share of um, opportunity. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jan Jackson said something like that. But so obviously, and obviously with Ice Cube, we have a man who's made a living off playing a cop. Yeah. And producing all his own films. So, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to argue with him being on the yeah. list as well. Also, though, let's put in a word for Boys in the Hood, which is a modern classic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I did forget. And obviously, Friday, the first Friday. Well, it's not called the first Friday. It's just called Friday. I think they're trying to come back with first Friday. But the Friday film with Chris Tucker, also another uh, classic hood comedy film. So, um, yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone's saying Ice Cube get off the list. And yeah. obviously, Mr. F the Police himself. So, uh, so should we kind of nail down the bottom five, um, as it were? So, I want to I want to kind of give you a list to shoot at. So, we've got Nelly, we've got Machine Gun Kelly, and I, I wanted to put those two together because it rhymes, and we're talking about rappers. Um, we've got See what you did there. Yeah, we've also I, I think. Um, Soldier Boy has to be on there as well. I mean, I'm not a big fan of him as a rapper, and I don't think he's ever going to be in anything that anyone's noticed. And I want to put, um, actually, I don't know if I should put Puff Daddy on there because he was in Get Him to the Greek, and that was kind of funny, but he's kind of plays himself. MKH, who do you want on the, on the bottom five? Um, so I'm looking at this list now, I can't even believe that. Someone put Ja Rule in a film. Like, what the hell? Should you throw Ja Rule under the bus? Where is Because I know ja? he hasn't played himself. Where is Ja? And put a vanilla Ja Rule's 25. Scary movie, Fast and the Furious, Assault and Precinct 13. Okay, okay. basically, you just don't want anyone who's been in Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't too fast, too furious, wasn't he? What an idiot. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, vanilla Ice. Put him on that list. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to put Vanilla Ice in this because he kind of played himself. I want to put DMX in there instead. I think Cradle to the Grave was one of Jet Li's worst films. And I feel DMX is partly responsible for that. Yeah, Romeo Must Die. It's a good film. Yeah, exactly. And that had... Um, Did you like DMX's well. performance in it, though? In, in DMX's defence, he was knee-deep in a cocaine addiction then. Or was it crack addiction? I don't know. But one of the two, and he still managed to do films. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. A semi-good right. performance. I'll, I'll give him a pass then if, yeah. if it was part of his therapy. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, read out the top. I, I don't think we, we need much argument about the bottom okay. five. Can you just read okay, out? Nelly. Um, I'll throw Master P under the bus. We've also got the game who is in Street Kings as well. And I've don't never liked about the game. Like he 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 wasn't he, he didn't do much in Street Kings. He got a he got beaten up with a phone book. That okay. was the extent of his acting. Like okay, we'll we we'll have Nelly, Soldier Boy, Puff Daddy, and Machine Gun Kelly. Who's going to round off the top, the bottom five? I don't think Puff Daddy should be there. Because, <sighs> like you said, he did he did well in getting to the group. Okay. okay, Big Daddy Kane. He was in I Need a Man and Movie Magnet. <laughs> now we're going old, old school rappers. Yeah. I didn't see him in I Need a Man. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound like a film that I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. <laughs> so I'm just imagining you like going through the Netflix menu, going, "Hmm, yes, yeah, yeah I need uh, the man." Okay, so okay, Soldier Boy, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, and Nelly, and nailed on. Um, Kanye West did a lot of vanity projects, so he, was, he never was really acting, so yeah, we can't include him. Yeah. Um, I think Kanye West would be more annoyed to be not be in the question at all. So let's just like not include him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't even speak about him. Um, we've got T.I. He was an American gangster. He and... didn't do much. Okay. Just, just there. Nas. Maybe Nas has got to the... He was in Belly and I didn't really think that was a great film with DMX. Uh, Maybe it's got to be Nas. Yeah, I think Nas can go there. Like that one role, he narrated it. <laughs> Yeah, he did some type of acting in it. I guess it okay. was purely because he was a superstar rapper at well, recognized as a superstar rapper at that time, okay. and that's the only reason he got the role. And it was a terrible, it was a terrible show. It was like the worst account of himself he could ever give, and that's why he wasn't in any films <laughs> subsequently after that. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to the classroom of two thousand and twenty-one. The permanent detention, never to act again in drama classes are Nas, Nelly, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> we, we've got Master P and who's the other one? Big Dad, sorry, Big Daddy Kane and Soldier Boy. I'm putting an extra one in there, six. And um, the top 10, just to end on a positive note. Um, and again, no particular order is Queen Latifah, Tupac Shakur, RZA, Common, Andre 3000, LL Cool J, Most Def, Ice Cube, Will Smith, and Apple Fiend. Happy with that, Dom? Happy with that, MKH? Yeah, happy with that. Okay, it's now time for the mic drop as we bring this episode to the end. Uh, thank you for listening to our musings and querying of rappers turned actors in Rappers Delight Camera Action. I've been TJ, you've been listening to the musings of MKH. Adios. And also the sultry sounds of King Dom. Sultry. Bye for now. Ciao for now. <laughs>